0: This week on The Swear Wolves, we remain quarantined, so we are recording remotely once again. Uh, we hope all of you are safe and taking care of yourselves. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I think uh, I think we're starting to go a little stir-crazy. Um, we're having these really weird visions and dreams and uh, woke up naked in the zoo this morning, and we've got this dead guy following us around. Uh, we don't know if he's real or not. This is not pretend, David. Jack, are you real? What do you think? Tomorrow night's the full moon. You're gonna change. Maybe yeah, that's us. We all got our problems, right? Oh god damn it, David. Please believe me. Anyway, to celebrate Brett's return from Europe, we thought we'd watch a couple of werewolf movies. So this week we are watching An American Werewolf in London and An American Werewolf in Paris. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Should we watch an American werewolf in Paris? You've gotta kill yourself, David
1: Welcome to the Swear Wolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm
2: Brett. I'm David. I'm still quarantined.
1: <laughs> Gentlemen, we're back for another episode, uh, remotely recorded. Another episode of inferior audio quality. Inferi- Enjoy. Inferior audio quality, but, uh, you know, we're still doing it. People are still listening. We've heard other podcasts, but the, the regular audio sounds way worse than, than this, so.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: I think we're doing good, so. You know, We'll probably have to record this way for the foreseeable future. For the
2: rest of our lives.
1: Uh, it's not too bad, though. I don't have to drive all the way to David's house. Uh, <laughs> David doesn't that's, have to drive all the way out of here. That's what Brett loves about it. He's yeah. like, I don't have to drive. It's well, like, it also so. means that I can like drink more. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Silver linings. Silver linings, Silver linings
2: everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, it is pretty, like, it's pretty nice, like, just sitting here, like, I've been drinking, like, I'm in my garage. You know, the other, the other thing that
1: we should talk about, if we're going to be doing this in the foreseeable future, is that we don't, uh, necessarily have to record...
0: I was actually thinking about that last night, it's like, we don't have to, re- we could record weekly if we wanted to, or whatever. We
1: could record weekly, we, ah. rec- we could record on Friday nights, uh, we, yeah, could re- any night. <laughs> we could record any night, uh, you know, I mean... Friday nights would probably like during week weeknight. I'm not good for recording because yeah. I go to bed really early because I get up to go to work, but the, uh, but we could, we don't have to record it early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah nice. Anyway, just something to throw out there. <laughs> but gentlemen, I, although I'm not seeing you, I feel really bad because Why? I took a trip recently and this is going to fall into this episode. This oh. episode, uh, we're going to talk about two movies, uh, uh, American werewolf in London and American werewolf in Paris and I just got back um well by the time that this airs, I will have been back for a while but um I just got back from paris and London and you're lucky you're lucky you got back when you got back I'm lucky I went <laughs> when I went, and i'm lucky I got back when I got back because uh <laughs> right. i I think I told you guys this already, but it 's like everything that we went to like subsequently shut down after we went to it um mm-hmm. countries included uh so uh, we were very fortunate uh, with our trip, and, and don't think that we don't recognize that. But while I was away on the trip, I picked up some gifts for my fellow werewolves, and hey. I, I
0: can't physically give P- them presents. <laughs> <I> want presents? <laughs> I can't physically give them to you, so I'm going to show them to you. Wipe that shit down with Lysol wipes before you bring them over. I'm going to show- Bastard.
1: I'm going to show you the the presents, and then uh, I will also. Um, we can, we can talk about them, too, because this is an audio podcast. Uh, so, uh, first things first, and I'll just show one of these, because I got you both the same thing. This is from the catacombs uh, in Paris, cool. and uh, underneath Paris is uh, a series of catacombs, and uh, they're riddled with hundreds of thousands of uh, skeletons. Is Ooh. it a head? <laughs> it is a head. No, this is just a... It's a, it's a, it's a this is made of, like, a rock, granite-type thing, uh, and it's a sign... Uh, that appears in the catacombs, and it's in French, but it says stop, uh, the dead are here, or here lies the dead, or something like that. But it's a magnet. Cool. It's it's pretty cool. I thought a it was a, a good little memento from that particular place. Uh, wow. So you both got that.
0: Oh, is it, is it made of skull?
1: Uh, yes, it's made of the <laughs> skull of... Uh... No, it's not. I don't know what skulls are supposed to smell like, but it doesn't smell like that. And then... Uh, Alan, I got you something else in Paris um, Uh from the catacombs, but I saw this and I I thought of you, and it is a patch, Cool. and it's got two uh, skeleton hands forming a heart, and it says Mm -hmm. uh, Les Catacombs de Paris, Um, so it's just the catacombs of Paris, but it's a patch you can put on, it's kind of metal, right? Dude, that's pretty dope. I like
2: that a lot. That's pretty cool. And a
1: a patch you can put on one of your uh, uh, shirts or
2: jackets or
0: whatever vest. That's
2: cool. I like it. I dig it.
0: And then David, I got you. Oh, sweet! Is that a haunted mansion or a Phantom Manor pin? It
1: is. uh, So in Disneyland Paris, they have the Phantom Manor, and you can see kind of like how that looks. And it looks like the um, the sign that you find at the beginning of the ride where it says like Haunted Mansion. Yeah, uh, and David, you have a replica one of those. I do, and this one is for the Phantom Manor, so it's it's different. And then,
0: thanks, man. Uh,
1: the last thing is, and you both get this as well. Uh, I went to Abbey wow. Road. That's not all. Studios oh, that's
0: cool.
1: uh, in London, and I picked you up each a set of. Oh, awesome guitar picks! Guitar picks, nice. And they oh, all red have Abbey that Road Studios awesome. on them, and then just various different designs. You can never have enough guitar picks. Yeah, exactly. So I saw these Thank and you. I thought of you guys. I was like, oh, they play the guitar, and so they can have that. So there you go, guys. There's your gifts. I hope you'll be able to use Thank them you. someday. <laughs>
0: Thank you, sir. <laughs> if I'm ever up in your <laughs> neck
1: of the woods, I'll just whip them out to your house. There I'm you just, go. I'm just glad you were able to go over there and enjoy it, like right before everything got shut down. I know, I know, right? Like, I'm really thankful as far as that is concerned, and I really. Um, I really want to, I want to say one thing also, before we get started talking about these movies, um, the people in Paris in particular, um, couldn't be nicer. Oh, they were awesome. some of the nicest people. Uh, well, that's because they want your money, Brett. <laughs> that aside, I'm sure they did, but but very helpful also. I'm very willing to help and very willing to be like, for instance, we were sitting at a cafe and Christina and I were looking at the stuff like, uh, it was like a, uh, bakery and we were looking at the stuff in the window and it was all in French. And there was a gal who was sitting at the same table. Cause like I said, it was a cafe. So you kind of like have to scrunch in and sit at the same table sometime. And she was uh, uh, a Parisian and she understood that we didn't understand what it said. And she said, do you guys, and she asked me earlier to watch her laptop while she went to go do something. And I was like, of course. <laughs> um, and then she came back and then she was like, do you guys need help translating and, uh, I was like, yeah, can you tell me what that word is? And, uh, she couldn't remember the word right away in English, but she was very uh, willing to help. And she ultimately did. It was apple is the word that she couldn't remember how to say in English. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then we went to a coffee shop one time and Christina ordered in French, uh, our coffee and the, the young lady who was helping us. Said to her in English. She said, "Your French is really good." And uh, then we had a whole little conversation. And she asked us where we were from in America. And uh, but they couldn't be nicer. Like it's not like the stereotypical like, oh, Americans they all fucking suck. It was very, (laughs) it was very quite the opposite. London, they were a little bit more short in London. Like Mm, (laughs) as far as like they were like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> London was a little bit more of on the sketch side of of people. Also, like London was a lot more like America. I could <laughs> see that. Whereas whereas Paris was like it was like oh this is all nice this is fun this is like bonjour <laughs> yeah mm. it's like it's like at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah,
0: <You're> i feeling <laughs> just singing the bonjour song. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> every morning. Da, 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 da. Bonjour, oh. bonjour. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. So, did you seen the Gaston song? I did. Yeah. I was like, nobody <laughs> yeah, I mean, fights like Gaston. Everybody just in the bar just looked at me like, you're fucking... <laughs> right. yeah. that been so, regardless, uh, uh, let's talk about these movies then. So, uh, pick these movies, obviously, because I went to these places. Um, American Werewolf in London came out in 1982? 81. 81. 81. Yep. 1981. Um John Landis. John Landis, yes. I I I'm gonna be honest with everybody. From start to finish, I had never seen this movie in one sitting before. Really? <laughs> before last night. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Um I had seen definitely the beginning. I had definitely seen the middle, and I had definitely seen, I think, the end. Um on many different occasions, but I had never in one sitting watched it from start to finish. So the movie I mean, it's an American werewolf in London. Uh, Who doesn't know this fucking movie, right? It's uh, (laughs) a... It's two American (laughs) dipshits. Yeah, you know, (laughs) the the funny thing about it was is uh, these Americans, they're just backpacking through Europe, I guess.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And they are a couple of the biggest morons. Um, Before we see American werewolf in Paris, these are a couple of the biggest morons (laughs) ever. To visit Europe,
2: um, it's another like '80s like coming of age dipshit. Like, oh, like you know,
0: I liked them. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I like the dipshit. characters.
1: I like the characters in this movie, um, but they also didn't they're look a little, like they were like a
0: little tolerable. Yeah,
2: they're a
1: little tolerable. They they also didn't look like they were like college age. Like,
0: no, like, they looked a little
2: old. They looked like thirty.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They looked a little bit. Oh, little who do we got? We got David Naughton. Mhm. He plays David Kessler. Yeah. And Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn. Yeah. He plays his buddy Jack.
2: Yeah. Have you guys seen Have you guys seen After Hours? No. No, but that guy is in that. <laughs> yeah. That that's from '85. Martin Scorsese. That's probably one of my favorite Scorsese movies. Really? And it's very to... bizarre. It's a very bizarre film, but he's the star in that. You have to check that out. That's that's a great movie. Yeah. After Hours. So
1: they're they're like backpacking through Europe and. I think they they know some other people they're from New York. And I think they know some other people that they maybe have gone to high school or college with who are also doing the same thing, but they're in Italy. And oh, they're going I think they're going to Italy. Well, their friends well, they're, the people that they yeah, want they're to traveling meet traveling
0: through Europe. They're gonna be in Europe for like three months.
1: Yeah, so yeah. the people they want to meet up with though are in Italy because yeah. uh Jack wants to bang this chick that they went to high school with <laughs> and she's <laughs> yeah. in Rome. And meanwhile they're they're in the countryside of England right now. So they, they approach they approach this they're just they're just chatting. And they approach this pub called the Slaughtered Lamb. Mm-hmm. And uh they go inside and and if there was a record playing it would have scratched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Because yeah, everybody just stares at him like, what the hell just walked in the door.
1: But they sit yeah. down and quickly the, the the British uh the English folk they start telling jokes and they start telling like
2: uh one tells a story. Yeah, there's
1: this old mm-hmm. joke about like different people like on a plane and they like throw yeah, people over out. and then it ends with like the Texan says, Remember the Alamo and throws the Mexican out. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it's, it's an old joke. <laughs> Obviously, it dates back to at least 1981. <laughs> and uh, there's a pentagram on the wall and Jack's like, as everybody's laughing, he's like, What's that pentagram about? And everybody just stops what they're doing, and even the guy who was throwing darts and hitting bullseyes all night—you made me, you made me miss. I've never missed
2: Not the bullseye. Missed my, my life. Something about, something about these movies in the eighties and even the late seventies and like even into the nineties and every every fucking era, there's always some dipshit that won't mind their fucking business. <laughs> they never shut the <laughs> fuck up. They always got to open their mouth and then just, you know.
1: However. He's just asking an innocent question, right? Even if he wouldn't have asked that question, they would have had to have left that bar at some point in time. Yeah. And those folks weren't going to help them at all, anyway, right? No, they did. They told them stay on the road. Okay, you're absolutely oh. correct there, Alan. I and I apologize. They did. So they end up telling them like maybe you should leave, but they warned them. They but said stay, total dipshits. Stay close to the road. Stay on the road. And stay out of the, of the moors. Keep clear of the moors. Keep clear the moors. Which is what David told me before I went to England, by the way. Oh, <laughs> he said, yeah. like, keep clear of the moors. And I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Does it all make sense now? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but like everybody uh, gets kind of weird. But the barkeeper lady, like she's like super worried about it.
1: why would you let them go? <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> have let them go.
2: That's
1: cool. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, she's like. She's like, you shouldn't have let him go. We should have helped them. And this one dude's like, fuck them. Um, he's, just, yeah, he's just like, it's in God's hands now. Yeah. Like, yeah. So meanwhile, these two dipshits are walking through the fucking moors. They, they
0: yeah. walk straight off the road. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> immediately. and In the rain. And they start hearing, like, yeah, wolf howling. Howling. And
1: uh, they're like, maybe we should go back. Yeah, I think you're right. Then they get lost and they're running all over the place. Ultimately, uh, David uh, slips and Jack's like, here, let me help you up. You scared the shit out of me or whatever. Well, immediately at that point, a fucking wolf out of nowhere jumps and attacks Jack. Mauls him. Yep. Fucking David hightails. His name is David, right? I'm not lying.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's David. David fucking he takes
1: off. <laughs> Hightails it out of there. He runs about, I don't know, half a mile before he's like, Jack. And he turns back around and I'm like, yo, the worst friend I've ever seen in my life.
0: And Jack is very dead. Jack is
1: dead. And as David is trying to attend to his friend or see what his friend is like, he gets attacked. Out of nowhere comes the bar folk and they shoot down the wolf Werewolf. Well, we find out it's a werewolf um, because we read the title of the movie but also because (laughs) the wolf changes into a human, an old, crusty old man. And David lives. David lives, and he wakes up in the hospital a day later. Yeah, three weeks later. Three weeks later? Yeah, three weeks later. You're right. Because not long after this, another full moon is going to happen. All right, basic story from here on out. That's how he gets the curse. Jack comes to visit him. Jack's dead, but his soul is still forced to roam the earth. So what Jack tells him is like, you gotta break the curse, and the curse dies with you. So kill yourself, yeah. da- uh, David. And he's like, "Fuck this! I, I, I'm losing my mind." He's also having like fucking fever dreams, where he's like a vampire. In he's one, like, ru-
0: he's like running. I think it's like he's running through the woods and stuff.
1: Yeah, there's one where he's running through the woods and he like eats a, a deer, and then there's one where he like
0: wakes up and he's like got this vampire makeup. That's a pretty good jump scare. Yeah, like he's got the contact lenses and the fangs. Yeah,
1: and then there's yeah. another one where like these Nazi like zombies
0: are like oh, shooting yeah. his family, shooting up his family. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but he is also falling in love with Dude, this nurse. That, part, that that scene is really cool because it's like a dream within a dream. Like he has that one nightmare, and then he wakes up, and then like and then he has the other one, and then I think the the third time he wakes up, he's like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, what's going on. Uh, yeah. And then he's falling in love
1: with
2: this fucking nurse. Who nurse? Yeah, nurse Alex, played by Jenny Augader, British actress. Yeah, um, meow. Yeah, meow. She, that's a meow.
1: Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> but she acts like no nurse ever would act in the entire history of nursing. Like, oh, of course, so. <laughs> she is like so attentive to him, and then she's like, "I love she's like you." Feeding him. I love
2: you.
0: I love you, David. <laughs> Come back to my
1: flat. I just Come live with me for a while. <laughs> I just
2: think she's gorgeous. She's
1: just gorgeous. Meanwhile, fucking David, he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go live with you. Your best friend died. You're not going to go home, I don't know, see your family." Do anything like that, you're just going to be like, "I got to get some pussy. I'm staying in London. <laughs> I'm going to stay with her." So, he starts fucking around with her. Uh, Jack, yeah, he
2: gets released and then he he goes and then he moves release. He moves in
1: <laughs> Yeah. He goes to stay with her for a little bit. And then um, fucking Jack still comes to yeah. visit him. And Jack's... And I love
0: that every time we see Jack, like, he's in a... a he looks worse. Like, different he, his state body's of, just deteriorating. Like, yeah, yeah, just
1: decomposition. Yeah, different awesome. state of decomposition.
0: I, I think the yeah. first
1: time is my favorite time because he's still, like, somewhat healthy. But he's got that...
0: That piece of flesh, like hanging off his like face. That yeah, and his neck, his neck. <laughs> yeah, and got, his like, neck has got like these gaping wounds in it. I thought that was cool. Every time he pops up, something funny kind of happens. Like I like I think it's the first or second time we see him. He's like, "Hey, can I have a piece of that toast?" And we don't even see him on screen yet. I don't think. And Jack <laughs> or David goes, "Get the fuck out of here, Jack." <laughs> um,
1: I want I want to say well, this part's coming up. So, uh, but uh, Rick Baker. Oh yeah uh, special effects on this movie. And Rick Baker's probably, I don't know. I don't want to say the Godfather, because I guess that would be like a Lon Chaney ish. And and some of those people back then that, that all these people know that I don't know. Uh, but he falls in line with that, like whole Tom Savini.
0: Oh yeah. He's won several Oscars. Uh, yeah. He's
2: up there. He's up there with, with the, um, with the special effects, the greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, And I think Rick Baker
1: probably is the, in my opinion, the greatest of all time. Uh, as far as special effects go, but makeup, yeah.
2: yeah, arguably,
1: yeah. But he, um, so David goes through this whole series of whatever, and Jack tells him, "You're you're a werewolf. You're gonna change here soon. So Tomorrow, go kill yourself." Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you! I'm not killing myself." Uh, the nurse goes back to work. Jack's stuck at home, and I, I know you guys really like the howling transformation, but I think this transformation is by far the best werewolf transformation in the history of cinema.
0: It's awesome. And then it, coupled with it, the bad moon, bad moon rising. Yeah. The uh, CCR yeah. revival.
2: Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very, it, this is very landmark with uh, special effects for sure.
0: Yeah. And I really like that. It kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, I mean, we know what's going to happen, but like he, it just kind of cuts to David and he just goes, Oh my God. And it just, whoop, just yeah. starts. Yeah. Oh shit.
1: Yeah. And I love the fact that, you know, his feet grew. So his, mm-hmm. so his heel of his foot was actually what like uh, looks like on the back end of a dog. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, because our knees don't, dogs' knees don't bend backwards. It's just it's just a different shape. That bend backwards yeah. is yeah. the heel, right? They walk mm-hmm. on their tiptoes. <laughs> so uh, they they took the time, and then you got the sound effects, like the cracking and the and the,
0: yeah. the stretching. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's just
1: like in so much pain, and then like. When his nose grows and the ears and the hair, that was like that was revolutionary in 1981. Um, After I watched this movie, by the way, I watched uh, the transformation in the Thriller music video because Rick Baker also did that and John Landis directed that. That's
0: also John Land, yeah, exactly. And they um,
1: they basically reused a lot of those shots, uh, or they shot them with Michael Jackson, so it was very similar, but
2: just on a smaller scale. Um, something back to the transformation, um, and, and I said this, uh, it, it's very landmark um, because you had John Landis directing this. And when they promoted this film, a lot of the trailers kind of portrayed it almost like a comedy. So you had people going to this film to see this film, and they weren't expecting it entirely to be a horror film. Because John Landis was coming off the success of The Blues Brothers, which is obviously like a comedy musical. And you had trailers promoting this film. There were some like comedic elements in the trailer. They saw John Landis there, and, you know, was directing this film. So people thought this was a comedy. They went to go see this film, and it was a horror movie. So you had some people leaving. But this film, having John Landis directing this film, it it garnered so much attention, and it's it's considered almost a mainstream film. But this was the first film to be recognized by the Academy Awards for its special effects. Yeah, he got
0: a special and, Oscar. And, yeah. yeah, Rick yeah, Baker the, won the 54th, that. Baker. At, the 54th,
2: at the 54th Academy Awards, they won the first ever Academy Award for Best Makeup. Makeup yeah. effects, yep. So John Landis, uh,
1: you know, you talk about that he was coming off the success of Blues Brothers, but he had also directed Animal House, Kentucky Fried Movie. And he would go yeah. on to direct trading places, but then also Twilight Zone the movie, uh, infamously. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. E. But yeah, so John Landis was, to Alan's point, a mainstream director, and this was and, and it was a comedy. Like there was a lot of oh, funny. The story's
2: very funny. Like sure. No, it was. It it's it I think it's a great example yeah, of what you're saying. comedic horror. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the, it's but, a dark comedy, if anything.
1: Yeah, the horror is, or the comedy is funny, though. Mm-hmm. Like, when the Scotland it Yard is. guys go to the hospital, and the one guy just, like, knocks over the bedpans, and, like, he's just, like, yeah, trying Yeah, to... and
0: he's, like, picking it all up, and it's all noisy. <laughs> it's and he's trying to, like, put them inside each other. Yeah, like, or, or a, even the nesting doll.
1: The doctor is just so angry all the
2: time. He's always, like,
1: <laughs>
2: like, it's, it's just... What What about the police inspector and, like, the, uh, the other cop... And like you know, the one guy opens the door and then he closes. He like the shuts
0: door. it right in his face. He shuts it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: just, just little things like that. Yeah. And then they're watching the porno. They're in the theater. They're watching the porno. See you next and Wednesday like the, is
1: the name of the porn, by the way.
2: Like the big guy busts in and he's like,
1: <laughs> "I he thought you weren't gonna the,
2: do this anymore." And then she's like, "I've never seen you before in my life." He's like, "Oh, sorry about that," and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> right <Yeah>. No, <on> <laughs> well, he says, he says. Uh, yeah, this is you say
1: like I, can't I he never said, said that. And never, he's like, oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I never said that. Oh, well, carry on then. <laughs> See
1: ya.
2: Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of there it was a lot of funny moments. There funny moments. So this typical, typical John Landis stuff. He.
1: Oh, we'll get to typical John Landis here in a second because it's very blues brother esque, uh, very grand scale of what happens at the end. But uh, the uh, he. David Naughton changes into this werewolf, like we said, this beautifully created Rick Baker special effects. We don't really see the wolf so much like when it's the wolf, right? right?
0: Yeah, not not till the end. Yeah, uh, but he goes running around and he kills people. He kills some homeless dudes. Yeah, he kills like a couple –
1: and he kills another dude. He kills six people actually. Six yeah. uh, are found dead.
0: Kills that that guy at the subway station. That was that was a pretty cool scene. S- yeah.
1: The funny thing is is I was there at that oh, like, really? that same that train. Station. Like I maybe
0: That's not that awesome. same station,
1: but I was very similar. Uh, it mm-hmm. it is funny when you're watching these movies after you've been there it puts it into context and it's like, "Oh, yeah, I was like right there," although 40 years after the fact, but I was like <laughs> right there. Um but it all still looks basically the same. He wakes up in a zoo, naked, naked. Probably one of the <laughs> one of the funniest parts, though, also is uh, when he gets the balloons from the little boy, from the, from the little kid. And the little boy goes to his mom and he's like, "Mommy, some naked uh, American man stole, <laughs> stole
2: my balloons." <laughs> and he's like hey kid it got very silly at times
0: well he goes and he takes that lady's coat
2: he goes hey kid hey kid he's in a
1: bush he goes hey kid come here he's like come here he's like i'm not supposed to he goes hey i'll I'll buy those balloons off you he goes i'll give you a pound he goes no i'll give you two pounds and the kid comes closer and he goes who are you he goes i'm the balloon thief and he goes why would a thief offer me two pounds for me balloons and he goes I'll show you. And he just grabs the balloons and runs he just off, off. and yeah, it doesn't pay him. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was so tickled by that. Like, I was just <laughs> laughing my ass off and that the poor kid's awesome. just standing there like this. He just he yeah. doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. A naked American man stole me balloons. The mom's like, what?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, shit. Anyway. Yeah, let me take that. So, and then like, yeah, just kind of standing around where the computer is looking at him. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, he's like, weird <laughs> weather we're having, huh? Um, yeah.
1: So he gets back to the woman's house and he's like, I'm so re- uh, rejuvenated. Like, I feel
2: I feel good. Yeah.
1: He's like, he just wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, also before this, like he hadn't eaten, like he hadn't had an appetite and yeah, uh, when he was human, and then of course when he's werewolf, like he, fucking, he got his fill. Yeah, he eats six yeah. six people. Like how much he eat?
0: <laughs> like that's a lot of food. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the doctor I think calls uh, the nurse. calls Alex the nurse, and he's like, "I, I need him to come in immediately." Yeah, so. the doctor's smart
2: because he picks up on uh, you know something's wrong. He goes to the slaughtered lamb. He tries to get info from them, and you know, there's one guy that's like. You know, it kind of tips him off and the other yeah. guys like, you know, you know, he yells at he's he yells at the one guy is like, you know, so the doctor picks up on, you know, something's wrong with David and he contacts the nurse. Meanwhile, David realizes that that Jack's ghost is like, he's right that mm-hmm. and David realizes he's responsible for the, the murders.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, while the, he's driving, like, he's in a cab going to the to see the doctor, like, the cabbie's got the radio on. And that's how he learns about the murders, right? Yeah. Well, no, well, well, the, the cabbie
1: doesn't have him. the radio on. The cabbie says, did you read the paper today?
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking paper, about six yeah. People, yeah, So Naughton's, and, like, yeah,
2: so David's like, and he, and he tries to get himself arrested.
1: That was funny, too. Sure.
2: Prince Charles is a
1: fan <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and the guy's like calm down now calm down like, like the they're so British like really, they're, like the pop, cop's like shit, really level like, and <laughs> yeah. he's like you're not gonna arrest me and, and then yeah. he goes to the lady he goes can you believe that she won't arrest me he goes she goes maybe he thinks you're pulling a
2: prank it's like they're so British they're just like
0: hmm. yeah it was very polite
2: <laughs> yeah like they're they're using a lot of logic it's like yeah it's like it, it, was, it was
0: actually kind of refreshing it was mm-hmm. um, so so Tom, he goes to a payphone. He calls home. Yeah, his sister he, answers. Like, hey, t- tell mom and dad I love them. And like, he's kind of decided, like, I'm going to kill myself. Yep.
1: And then he goes to watch the porn.
0: He yeah, was He sees Jack go into the porno theater. Right. That's how he gets in there. He's like, yeah. He, he calls, calls him Jack in. in there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah him and Emotions Jack. Him. Jack's a skeleton at this point, by the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's I, all but man,
1: Jack's so also cool. brought in like another guy that yeah, he Jack- killed.
0: He's not a, not alone.
1: Yeah, he Yeah, he's brought in. He's
2: brought in the other victims.
0: Yeah, all of, all of his victims. And I really like the British couple, like that's like super friendly. Oh, like hello. everybody's kind of pissed. And they're, yeah, they're like, oh hello, <laughs> like very polite. Yeah. and they're giving him like uh, suicide suggestions, like very politely, yeah. like different ways he could off
2: himself. Yeah. Oh, the the blonde was very like super smiley. Like yep.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the full moon comes out. And he turns into a wolf again.
0: He he transforms right in the theater. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody runs out, dick in hand, uh, from the theater. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we get that whole Blues Brothers type fucking ending, right? Because there's yeah. a big old, massive, elaborate pile up car yeah. scene. Yeah, which I thought yeah. was fucking awesome. People
2: going which... through windshields. You had, to... windshields, you had to... people getting run over. over. Yeah.
1: I
0: thought, yeah, like flying through windshields, yeah, it's crazy. I thought it so. Was... The werewolf,
2: the werewolf, busts out and he attacks the inspector, the the you know the 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 uh, police yeah. commissioner or whatever. He decapitates him; his head Wait, rolls into the street, <laughs> and then you have all these like all these car accidents, people going was... through windshields yeah. and run over, and it was it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he causes this whole pileup, but he
1: like more people die just through <laughs> fucking happenstance yeah. and just accidents then uh yeah. then he killed but they trap him down an alley they shoot him he dies yep the end
2: and and nurse nurse alex is devastated she of course you know she tells him i she tells him i love you and then he goes to attack because yeah. he he's yeah. not he's not him you know yeah, it's the werewolf and and they shoot him yep
1: that, that that's pretty much the movie um what do you guys think David?
0: I love this movie. Um, I've seen it a bunch of times. Uh, I, the makeup effects fantastic. I love the humor. I, I like the chemistry between uh, David and Jack. I thought all the, the chemistry between all the actors I thought was really well even even really good. Um, even the secondary characters are enjoyable you know the inspector, the doctor, uh, you know the patrons of the bar. I really like the end, like the last 10 minutes or so of the movie are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's probably not even 10 minutes, and yeah. it's actually also one of my gripes about the movie is I wish there was more of that. Like, the end is so good. there. I, I just wish, and I'm sure it's a budget thing, but like, I would have enjoyed 15 minutes more of just werewolf rampage uh, pandemonium. This I, I really enjoy this movie. I was kind of torn between four and four and a half. Um, mm. Actually, before I get to that, uh, something else I really like about this movie is the soundtrack. I love the music. Uh, the music is all very happy. They just kinda found fun every music.
1: every song that said moon in it, or
0: something that has wolves <laughs> or moons. But yeah. even like the ending in the movie is such a downer, and then it like it ends with like a doo-wop version of Blue Moon yeah. by the yeah. Marcells, which I thought was like just a perfect like juxtaposition of like you just saw this awful thing happen, and like you know here's some kind of yeah, yeah. Some dip, cheerful dip, dip, dip. kind of music. <laughs> Um, there really isn't a whole lot that I don't like about the movie. I just wish that there was more of it. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and a half on this one. Wow.
1: Okay. Alan, cool. what about you, Brett? Oh, well, I'll go ahead. Go I'll, ahead. I'll go. Um, I like the movie. I wish there was more of the good stuff. Uh, so whereas David said he wishes there was more of the movie, I'm gonna kind of rephrase that. I wish there was more of the good stuff in the movie. There is a period in that movie that's about thirty to forty-five minutes. That I was like this. Okay, <laughs> all right. I want to see the guy fucking change into the werewolf. That's the best part of the movie, right? Actually, it's not, but it's it's up there. The best part of the movie is it's like a hi- you, it's a highlight. It's, it's a highlight. Yeah, the best part of the movie is like the last ten minutes of the movie.
0: Yeah,
1: that whole uh, breaking out of the the porn theater and and the car accident and the ending. Um, the transformation is great. Jack is great. Uh, David Naughton did a wonderful job um, as kind of this bungling like uh, American. I thought just the, another coming of eighties dipshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought I thought everybody did a good job. I just thought it was so. There was some parts where I was like, "This is long. It mm. just seemed to drag on. I wanted it to get to the point quicker and let's yeah, see that's more." True. Um, when you're, when you're confined though, by the rules of werewolves and that they only happen a full moon, like Mm -hmm. you can't really have more without it taking a whole nother month to get to there. Right. Like they didn't, they didn't abide by the uh, silver bullet rule. Yeah. They just said he could get killed, but I'm just saying like he would only transform during a full moon. That only happens once, twice. I guess it happened two, two nights in a row. Right. So, when you're abiding by that, it's kind of like, oh, what do we do? We can't. Otherwise, it's going to take a whole nother month to. I don't know. Anyway, I give it three and a half. I do three like it. I do think it's a good movie. I think I will watch it again. I think the makeup effects are phenomenal. I love the practical effects. Um, but it was just too slow for me in some areas. And, and you know, I, I, I got to go with that
2: as being. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. David Naughton? Naughton? Not, in, I wasn't, I don't know, I, I just didn't, I wasn't crazy about his character. Like, I just thought um, a lot of the minor characters were more interesting. He was just kind of like, okay. You know, I wasn't crazy about his lead performance. I mean, he was carried a lot by the use of the soundtrack, you know, obviously the songs that we just talked about. Like, they carried a lot of the scenes where it was just like, you know, um, I don't think his performance was that great. Like, you know, there were scenes where they relied heavily on soundtrack music. And it was kind of like a way to carry us through the scene with him because I just don't think his performance was that great. Well, I think he did it a good was job like of very, being the straight man, right? It was like, a, he wasn't the funny guy. He wasn't supposed to be the funny guy.
0: Yeah.
2: He wasn't, he wasn't really anything. Like, he was just like... You know, he was—he was a victim of circumstance. Like he became a werewolf, but there was nothing really entertaining about him. He was just like attracted to the nurse, and, and he somehow was some she was attracted to him. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, they were attracted to each other. But you know, they, I find they, you
0: very attractive, David.
2: Yeah, you know, but I mean, like there was, she was nothing. Talking to me if you had I a nickel, huh? There, there was nothing else to it other than that. And like you know, a lot parts of the movie were just carried by the soundtrack. Especially with scenes with just him. You know, like where he's in her, um, her her apartment. And, you know, it's just him like pacing around and they're playing... I can't remember what song it was. It, it was, was Bad Moon Rising. Was, yeah, Bad, Bad, Bad Moon, Moon Rising. It was, yeah, CCR, Bad Moon Rising. You know, it's just like, okay, <laughs> well, the highlight of this part of the film isn't him. It's Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. The interesting scenes were obviously the transformation. The scenes... At the Slaughtered Lamb, we had the locals who, you know, were very mysterious and, you know, and the ending is great. Um, You know, like, like, like Brett, like you pointed out, it's very Blues Brothers S like Blues Brothers is, you know, one of my favorite comedies. And, you know, that whole ending sequence, like what, I think it's like the last 15 or 20 minutes of the movie. Where it's just like just nonstop, just like action, you know. And it's not an action movie, but there's just so much going on. But this film, you know, it, it walks that line. It's John, it's John Landis, so it's you know, it's a comedy horror, but it's not it's not entirely a comedy, and it's not really entirely a horror either. But it doesn't really kind of lean into any one direction where it's really like oh, it's really funny or it's really horrific. Mm-hmm. I think it's just really safe, I give it a three and a half, and that's a very generous three and a half It's just fun so that's a 3.5, 3. 3. 3. So yeah yeah, so, so
1: that, that like I said, like I think everybody should watch it uh you know it's a movie I'll probably watch again at some point um uh, in time, but you know i'm I'm glad I've seen it straight through for the you know first time you in know. my life, which
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised
1: it took this long. But I think some of the times I've tried to watch it, I got bored and I fell asleep. Mm. <laughs> like I said, like, I you
2: know what. I would have liked to have seen Griffin Dunn as the lead and not okay. David Dunn because I think Griffin Dunn is a better actor. Well, you know That's what's interesting
1: me. is like John Landis, I mean, he put this together and John Landis is a, a well-known, especially in the early 80s, late 70s, well-known uh, writer-director. And... He came up with an idea for a sequel, and they never used it. But what they did, what they did <laughs> use was a different sequel. Sixteen was this movie? Sixteen years after oh, that, nineteen
2: ninety seven, a little movie came out called "An American Werewolf in Paris." This I remember. I remember this movie being like advertised and being plugged away.
0: Oh yeah, Now I, I really want. I really wanted to see it when it came out.
2: Had you seen Did you My, ever see it?
0: No, this was the first time I would ever seen <laughs> me too, it. i would never me seen too. It before.
1: So the advertising was, didn't work
2: because we didn't ever see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I remember the soundtrack of American Werewolf from Paris was heavily pushed.
1: Mm-hmm. It was like in the top of the charts, like maybe not number one, but I think it like was like
0: 80. It had that Bush song. Was it Mouth? Mouth. Mouth. So that was like heavily, like that was in all the trailers. It also things. had uh, yeah. Smash Mouth. Some Smash Mouth.
1: Smash Mouth. Backing Better than something? Ezra. Yeah, do you have it? Uh, Um, Hold on, I can um, I can
0: look it
2: up. Cake.
0: Yeah, there's a song towards the end by a band called Fat that was like uh, a one hit, not even a hit. Like it was a like a band that I got really into. Like that, I think only put out one album that, and it hasn't aged well. But like, I remember when I was watching the movie when that when that song came out, I was like, "Fat is on the soundtrack." Crazy. I I swear,
2: 1997. I I I'd be willing to bet has. Many one-hit wonders in that oh, yeah. year. Yeah, true. that was a. It was like a
1: big one-hit wonder people, time in music. Uh, people couldn't figure out their own shit. So man. we got Bush, the Refreshments, Better Than Ezra, Cake, a band called Red Cross, Suicide Machines, Fastball, Skinny Puppy, They're Skinny great. Puppy, Fastball. Caroline Spine, Fat, the Funk Junkies, Arizona's Zone.
0: It's your the Refreshments. couple of yeah, Arizona that's true. Bands.
1: That's true. So, there you go. Yeah, Roger Klein uh, was the refreshments.
0: Lead singer, yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's that's the soundtrack. I mean, that's about yeah. the best part about this movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is the fucking... I don't one? even know if that's the best part. And that's saying
0: movie. a lot because Smash Mouth is on this soundtrack. I, I just
2: got to say this. This movie was saturated by the soundtrack. I, I will say... You know what I'll say...
1: Julie Delpy, Seraphine she was probably del- the best part of the movie.
2: Yeah, and you know what? And she wasn't even that great. No, because of, no, like it. Like honestly, she's a French actress, but watching this movie, she came across as like an American actress trying to be French. Really trying to be French. Yeah, I was <laughs> so
1: like, uh, Tom Tom Everett Scott, who you might know as the drummer. Uh, I believe his name was Shades in That Thing You Do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Other than that, I mean, the movie revolves around this guy, Tom Everett Scott, who's in Europe with his friends. More dipshits. uh, I mean, these make make the guys in American Werewolf in London look like fucking class act. Because these guys are fucking
2: morons. All of them. All of them. I mean, it's... It's 1997, and it's just, just like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking back to 1997 and how many dipshits there were in 1997.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, there's at least three, because these fucking guys are the biggest morons. And and yeah. lead, like, I understand, like, uh, secondary and tertiary characters sometimes just being morons. But the yeah. lead actor, Tom Everett Scott's character, was a fucking idiot. He
0: was super yeah. annoying. And he was and always like, who. Like, huh? What? Yeah, she wins. They're, oh, they're all,
2: all wearing—they're all wearing the flannels because that's what was cool in that decade, and <laughs> you know. But they're all about like, oh, we're in Europe, so we got to meet some girls. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiots.
1: And then they're gonna bungee jump off the Eiffel Tower. Now I've been to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Like, how are I you gonna bungee ETF jump off the top of it? It, it goes—it it goes like out
2: at the bottom you're going to hit the side of the fucking Eiffel Tower. Like I don't I didn't understand that. Hence why this was a very American production.
0: So, yeah. So like when I was 17 I said I wanted to I wanted to see this movie when it came out and I think like 3 minutes in, like with the bungee jump sequence where he saves the girl, I was like, "Oh god, this movie is awful. Awful. Here, here we go.
1: Awful. <laughs> Just fucking plain d awful. And this is fucking like I don't even want to talk about it. Like that's how bad it is. Like honestly, like after I saw this movie, like I I turned to my wife and I and I was like, "What? What do you think of this movie?" And she was like, "This is the wor- one of the worst movies I've ever seen." And I was like, "I happen to agree with you. Like this is."
0: Yeah, <laughs> you wanna, You want to know something funny? So. You know, so I always take notes. Um, I, uh, uh, I also always write the date that I watched the movie. So if I ever go back, um, yes. this is the, I think one of the first movies where it has two dates because I couldn't finish it because if you, in reading my notes, I kept drinking and you can see my handwriting get really, really, really bad. Yeah. And then it gets, and then it gets really, really good again. Cause I had to, I had to start. All right. Again. Well,
1: I'm going to ask you then to go through your notes. Because I, I, like I said, I honestly don't even want to talk about this movie. I mean, like to sum it all up, this fucking dipshit gets uh, attacked by a fucking werewolf and he becomes a werewolf. Yeah. we got some shitty CGI. They're, yeah,
2: there's a gang
0: CGI of like, they're,
2: they're like a gang of skinheads. They're werewolves. They lure people into like clubs and they're, Americans, they're
1: the, yeah, they, yeah, Ameri- American they love
2: Americans, you know. This this whole film is just like flawed. You can tell it was. You can tell it was made by like, like fucking dipshit Americans. Where it's just like, oh, all European guy, girls love American guys, and like we're just like you know, like we're just like worshipped by Europeans, and like every French person is like, you know, they go to cafes or they're like they go to clubs. That is true though. Like,
1: that is true. The cafe thing, I will say that there's there's a cafe like next to a cafe which is next to a cafe. Like they're they're everywhere in France. So, yes, that I will agree to that. But it's it's so like But the rest of everything you're saying, you're absolutely correct. It's made by a fucking dipshit who is a dipshit and doesn't understand anything. <laughs> it's made by a dipshit who is a dipshit. Yeah. Uh, pissed me yeah, off. It, like
2: this movie really pissed me off. It it's really you know this this came out what after this came out after Scream, so mm-hmm. everybody's like oh we got to have like really young people and they're really horny. And we got this have was a-
0: right around like uh I know what you did last summer, yeah, and, and Scream Two. Okay, all if kind if of that they, same era. You and know, they're
2: like oh we got to have like oh a really hip soundtrack, and it's like. Okay, so what are we doing in this scene? Oh, we're in a club. Okay, so we got to have a really hip song, <laughs> and then we got to do this, and then it's like, oh, and they're now they're making out. Oh, we got to play a really good makeup. Oh, song. you know the other <laughs> <And> thing that <laughs> pissed me off about this movie. Uh, so the one, the the blonde,
1: the American that he meets. Yeah, Julie Bowen. Yeah, so he meets her.
0: Yeah, when she popped in the movie, I was
1: like, oh wow, who is can't she? You're in
0: this movie. She's mainly known. She's Claire Dunphy on uh, Modern Family.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, she was also um, uh, she was in Lost. In, she, was, she was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah,
2: she's just this loose idiot who's just like okay. So there's no respect for her character. It's just and they like
0: make out, make out on Jim Morrison's grave.
2: And at first, and I and I was actually giving this film the benefit of the doubt. It's like okay, maybe she's. I thought she was a werewolf too. No, and I thought they were. They were They weren't they were smart track? enough to do that. No, I know, I know that, but I was really like thinking, like, okay, maybe she's a werewolf, and maybe they're attracted to each other. It's like, no, she's just a fucking idiot girl that they made her out to be. They made yeah. her character be another idiot girl who's
1: just okay, like, older oh, so you're so after he kills I her, sh- right?
2: After after she she gets killed, and then she
1: comes back, much like Jack in American Werewolf in London.
0: I'm probably gonna piss you guys off. This is one of the only parts of the movie that I actually kind of liked was that she kind of becomes the Jack, but she's trying to like kind of come up with ways to get him to die. Well, yeah, she like, no, try, and she's trying try to be to, funny but
2: can I ask yeah. you something? She was funny, yeah, I mean,
1: where did she go? because one minute sure eyeballs popping out, and she's like the comic relief. <laughs> and the next minute, we don't ever see her again for the rest of the fucking movie. yeah, yeah. what I would but have sure. liked what I would have liked to have had happen was for it to be found out that Tom Everett Scott actually didn't kill her. It was another werewolf that killed her. And so when he kills one of the werewolves, she shows up and she disappears, right? Like his friend yeah. did. The American friend just like disappeared. Mm-hmm. But no,
0: yeah. they weren't even creative enough to fucking throw that scene in there. They fucking and the fact that it's revealed that um, it wasn't Seraphine that bit Tom Everett Scott, like that it was the other guy. It was like, oh yeah, we saw that coming like a mile away. A like they kind of set up like it's this this big twist. Like, but meanwhile,
1: meanwhile we're okay with Tom Everett Scott having murdered people. Right, yeah. like he ends up being the hero at the end, and they bungee jump off the fucking Eiffel Tower again at the end. These fucking idiots. <laughs> what's your, what's your notes say? What's the most? What's the thoughts about? Uh,
2: I honestly, honestly don't. I don't know why we're still talking about this. I'm ready to review it.
1: <laughs> we are reviewing it right now. Like I don't think we've yeah. really given much like, away.
0: There, there's a part where in the a scene in the subway where he like starts mauling people. I mean, yeah. This was, like, the only part that I was like, this could have been, like, the Piccadilly Circus scene of this movie. Yeah. Had there actually been decent CG or they, had they done practical effects. But instead, they have this awful, awful-looking werewolf that looks like Dobby from Harry Potter. Yeah, they had Mrs. Scott's uh,
1: fucking second-grade car- car- class killing
0: people. Yeah, it just looks... Terrible! Like the special yeah. effects are so lousy that you can't. There were none. It was just CGI. It was just like, so and just, but really, really bad cg Really so, bad. Like there so. Was, my review: awful, awful movie. One head. One head. Boy, you're fucking generous.
1: <laughs> I almost want to go zero, but I'm gonna go half a head.
2: Half a head. Okay. Um, I gave it one of the worst I horror movies it, I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it I gave it one and a half. It's not the worst I've seen. Are you fucking insane? No, it's <laughs> no 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 hold on. It's it's bad. But what what it did what it did do was it kept the werewolf element in horror movies relevant. It carried it over. That's all it did. I'd rather watch the movie
0: Cursed with fucking Christina Ricci <laughs> than this fucking movie. <laughs> no, no, Sid, I, the, the second half of this movie is way better than the first half. Like, the first half is so bad that, like, right. the, the rest of the movie is trying to, like, recover. Dude, when these it fucking assholes been.
1: are walking around Paris to do a montage of Smash Mouth, I'm like, I- I'm out of here. I'm out of here. No, it's...
2: You might as well be walking on the sun. Honestly, it's it's, <laughs> a very, it's it's a yeah, it's a very generous one and a half. I don't like this movie at all. I mean I they could even bring joke. it down to a one if I wanted to. But Well if you
0: go you know, at one and a half, it makes the math easy. It's a one overall. Then can I go zero?
2: <laughs> to make yeah, it I hard. Mean, you know, I mean <laughs> I I mean I could you know what? I could even go a one. I don't even care. Like it's just like that that's what I I will give it credit though for it it carried that werewolf story over it it kept it relevant I think what what um, are some good werewolf movies then well we got um oh we got uh, you know what the best one is you know what the best one is in my
1: opinion hold on I'm going to tell you what you think the best <laughs> one is what is it so when well, we did like a year ago Dog soldiers. Oh, Dog soldiers. Dog
0: soldiers? Or what that's about the best. that's what I was gonna Are say. You really, didn't you really like Ginger Snaps?
1: Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps is was great. a far better movie than this fucking oh, movie. Absolutely. Well, of
2: course. There's no no, there's no debate. But what I'm trying to say is this kind of I think this kind of carried it over, you know, because people were I mean, inspired maybe, to go, I need to make a good movie. Maybe, maybe yeah. I mean, you know, I, I will give it credit for that. But, yeah, not even 15 minutes in, and it's just, like, super saturated on soundtrack. All the guys are dipshits. Although, I will give that one credit. I'll give the credit to that one character. He actually smartened up, and he's trying to, like...
0: He's oh, to yeah. Tell,
2: you know, he's trying to tell Andy. He's like, hey, you got to get out of there. She's a freak, and this and that. And he's like, oh, God, am too stupid. He, you know what's man. funny?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Ginger Snaps came out only three years later. Right. Yeah. much better that's crazy like i didn't hear of ginger snaps until like way
2: later than that yeah so i mean you know i i will say this there's much worse films that i've rated lower this isn't the worst that i've seen but it's pretty bad but i gotta be consistent with my history of ratings so i'm sticking with one and a half i don't like this movie but it's not the worst that i've seen If somebody wants to watch it, if I want to sit with somebody and watch it and, like, make fun of it, I'll sit through it because it's definitely worth making fun of. So, um, with that said, overall, this production was super fucking lazy. And I'll leave you guys with this. So, the budget for this film, well, let me tell you first. American Werewolf in London had a budget of $5.8 million. This film had a budget of $25 million. And didn't it,
1: didn't it make like twenty six million? So it only made like a million net. Barely,
2: income? yeah, twenty six point six, I think it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, which means, so, but you know what? With with the when they talk about budget, that's how much the movie costs to make. Like that's not advertising. So double that. That's fifty oh, million sure. dollars. is I mean, what that movie cost them because they had to double that in advertising. And if we all remember the advertising yeah. from this fucking movie, that
0: mm-hmm. means it it
1: had a deep impact on yeah. us. I'd rather watch yeah. Wolf so, with Jack Nicholson. Jack
0: Nicholson? I'd rather <laughs> yeah. watch Wolf
1: Cop. I'd
0: rather Wolf watch but well, Wolf Cop too. I'd
2: rather yeah. watch Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf 2. Teen Wolf 2. This would probably be a it's good movie for Teen... like a, a like a drinking game or something like that. I'd rather but they watch is... should have been so much better. The CGI really kills it. And, We're like, adults. honestly, if I'm John Landis, I'm like, yeah, I want nothing to do with this film.
1: Yeah, so fuck you guys. I'd rather watch the Twilight Saga, New Moon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Better werewolf movie.
1: <laughs> Trick or Treat uh, it, was another movie that had a good werewolf uh, The werewolf
0: sequence? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Far better.
1: That would be a, That would have been a better setting. Like, oh, they go to Paris and there's these sexy
2: women. And they're a fucking group of werewolves, in there and they're going to fuck and, them up. And, and you know what? If, if they had taken advantage of, like, French actors and then, like, subtitle some of it, but, you know, when you think about 1997, we, ass- were so ass- fucking, we were so <laughs> fucking dumb as a society, we couldn't even tolerate any movies with subtitles. We had to go see a movie, and, oh, we had to go see, like, oh, that's, oh that guy's just like me. He wants to go to Europe and sleep with girls, too. And you give it the highest rating of all of us. No, I know, but I'm trying to be consistent.
0: We know, yeah.
2: Trying to be consistent. I don't, I don't like this movie, but there are some things that were like it's, it's so stupid. It's entertaining.
0: Like it It gets a one.
1: It gets a one overall. It sucks ass. Don't ever watch it. it.
0: Don't watch it. Stay away. Yeah. If
1: you have any thoughts on American Werewolf in Paris, if it's your (laughs) favorite fucking movie ever, you picked it, bro. I know I picked it. I had never seen it. <laughs> um I didn't fucking make it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank God. Um but if you have any thoughts on this movie, uh if it's your favorite movie ever, let us know. Because <laughs> we want to ridicule you in public. Um
0: Exactly. I wanna shame you to shame, on the social media. I'm gonna
1: walk behind you with a bell as you walk naked shame. through the streets. <laughs> Shame. Um, if your name is Tom Everett Scott and you want to contact us, please uh, do so in one, one of the many ways that you have um, available to you.
0: Yeah. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or the Slash Rap where we are The Swearwolves. Wolves. Um, go to Instagram. we The Swearwolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. Uh, we have The Swear YouTube channel. Uh, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for The Swear this week, I'm Brett. I'm David.
1: I'm Alan, and American Werewolf in Paris sucked, but not as much as Donald Trump. But I think this one is... Whatever you're doing, Alan, is coming through on the mic.
2: Oh, I'm eating. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's like <laughs> brushing... Something's brushing against the microphone. Yeah.
0: It's his beard, I it's, think. It's your beard. From, from the chewing.
1: Look at him. He's just going to continue to chew.
0: Hey.
2: Get over it.
1: <laughs> Move the idea? mic. Move the mic outside of your beard.
2: The mic's on the computer. No,
1: the mic is right here. Is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's using the mic on your... Yeah, it is. Yep. All right. All right, so move it outside of your beard. So we don't hear it every time you chew. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. All
2: right. <laughs> Just edit it. You can't <laughs> you can edit out your fucking thing.
0: We're all on one we're all track. Mixed we're all on one track. <laughs> This fucking guy. Jesus, like they really.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The fucking light just fell.
0: (laughs) The The light fell on the microphone. That's awesome. Oh
2: my god. Sorry. I scared the shit out of me.